Maybe not you specifically, but at least you've been around or you've overheard or eavesdropped by just being a person existing in the coincidentally right place at the coincidentally right time to overhear some shit that leaves you baffled, scratching your head as far as where have we gotten in general, as a whole, as a society, to this fucking level of entitlement, of fucking privilege of any source, be it white privilege, female privilege, whatever the gender kind of privilege, fuck it. to be all up in other people's business and or trying to justify poor behavior that needs just some disciplinary action to really correct the shit and really nip it at the butt, per se. Or as they say, oh, excuse me, whatever. Got some gas right there. When in the fuck are you gonna stop fucking talking and pull the fucking trigger? How many times are you gonna fucking live that dream in your fucking mind? How many times are you gonna talk about how fucking great you're gonna be? How many times are you going to fucking plan your attack and not have the fucking balls to pull the fucking trigger? It's fucking time. Shut the fuck up, pull up your fucking panties, and pull the goddamn trigger. It's fucking time to go to work. Who this? Oh, fuck it. The podcast. Back with a new episode as you're watching and or listening to right now, available everywhere as I've told you so many times already under the tag, under the entity known as Who This Is One. That's the tag for YouTube, Twitter, now Twitch. Did my first very successful and fun live Twitch stream of Gran Turismo Sport. I'll be promoting that and doing that at least fixed scheduled day from now on will be Saturdays. That'll be my stream days on Twitch. And I'll try to jump in during the week too. Now they got the mobile beta thing going on with mobile gaming. I'm going to definitely try that shit out with um, more specifically Call of Duty Mobile. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Make sure you fuck with me on that platform as well. Twitch specifically. But also here YouTube.com backslash who this is one to see the visual version of this podcast. Along with the audio available on all podcasts and platforms of your choosing. Wherever you feel like going to to fucking click the subscribe button. Well, we'll get to now, later on, it now not being subscribed, but now being the follow button. On Apple, at least. But then Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, wherever the fuck else you go to get the audio version of this bitch is where you're going to go fucking get it and listen. I deemed it a bitch right now, just speaking general terms, not literally a bitch, I'm per se speaking of. But if you follow a bitch... Is that any any better than you subscribing to said bitch? I don't know. We'll try to explore that and go in depth as you move along with the episode. Now, listen. There's a lot of fucking entitlement, privilege going on. Uh, tell your story walking, bitch. More importantly, where we are right now, or if you're watching overseas, anywhere of the other six continents available on this fucking spinning planet we live on called Earth. This fucking floating rock in the middle of the galaxy. I appreciate your first off for watching and listening, but let's see what the fuck's going on here, so maybe you can compare it back to where it's going on over there, wherever you are, wherever you inhabit. So you let me know what the fuck's going on there in comparison to here. Now, first off, listen, I grew up fat. I'm not going to be ashamed of that. I'm not going to try to fucking disown it or act like I never was. I mean, listen, my face would tell you otherwise it's still fairly thinned out. You know, you could tell my cheekbone structure and my angular jaw somewhat, you know, hidden under this slight little layer, these little flaps of fat and shit, too. I'm doing okay health-wise. I, I swear to God, I am. Thank God also a fucking oversized hoodie helps fucking throw people off and thinking I'm, I'm a fat ass underneath all this. I'm not. I stay in the gym as best I can, but I do that because I grew up being fat. Now, listen. With me owning up to being fat from the get-go, from Jump Street, from out the fucking womb. You know, I grew up with a Spanish mother, and according to them, I don't know how strong other mothers of other ethnicities are concerned as far as this goes. But when you grow up under a Spanish mother's wings, they don't let you fucking walk out the house with being well-fed. But according to them, well-fed means at least... You know, the chichis, the fucking um, muffin tops, rolls of fat, fat, chubby face, you know, flabby, 
fucking misshapen arms and all that. You're looking like a little Michelin man and shit, just like a little brown or whatever, according to whatever ethnicity you might be. In my case, Spanish. Even though I'm pale, I need a fucking tan still. 35 years old, I haven't learned how to do that just yet. But that's according to a Spanish mother. You're supposed to be fat and chubby. That's the only way they can tell and proudly tell other Spanish mothers or anybody else they can speak broken English to that my child is healthy. Just look at him. And then nowadays, of course, you know, BMI index, weighing children from like so young to fucking tell them, hey, you're fat, lose some fucking weight. Well, you can't even word it like that no more. You got to say, oh, Henry, why don't you cut back on the peanut butter cups? Because, oh, you're... Gender unspecific tits are a disturbance to the other boys who might think you're a girl, and then they're in that odd phase of, well, I don't like girls, they're icky, whatever, but then he's got something going on that I think girls get a year later when we come back from summer, fucking break from school and all that shit to fourth grade, fifth grade is always a weird phase. I remember girls in my school, uh, what was it, fourth grade, summer recess, and then they came back fifth grade. The last year of elementary school with fucking bra straps on through their fucking white tees. It wasn't like I was looking, but they would walk in front of us in fucking gym class or whatever. Or auditorium I think we used to have on Fridays. We don't gather the whole school up together to fucking hear the stupid principal talk some shit about like they care about us that much. But meanwhile, we had no fucking computers in the fucking school. Then again, it was 1995, so computers were kind of, I guess, expensive still, but not so hard to come by. But then we had like the old ass Macintosh computers before they just shortened it to Mac to sound cooler and sell you a new MacBook Pro every fucking year with the M1 chip and silicon out this and out that, whatever. You get the fucking point, but still, school was a whole fucking issue there. Bringing it back now to being fat, I've always been fat growing up. It wasn't until college I learned how to work out. I learned how to fucking take care of my body as far as treating it like a temple or whatever fucking new age Williamsburg yoga studio hot yoga shit they might spit your way to just to fucking get you come in and pay what $600 a month for fucking stretching out like an idiot in front of a man bun wearing asshole but yeah I learned to take care of my fucking body by eating right cleaning up my fucking diet just so I can fucking now know that I could have justified had I waited a little longer and stayed fat for some more years to justify it all as oh I just had a snack accident no, I didn't say that wrong. You heard me right. Uh, snack sedent, which is defined as, according to some fucking idiot on the internet of all places, of course, because everything's justified nowadays with a stupid little term or some form of jargon that they made up to be clever and witty just so people can laugh and be like, ah, oh, that's funny. I'll accept it anyway, whatever. A snack sedent is when a person accidentally, accidentally consumes an entire snack. When he, she, it, they forgot to genderize this shit. Sorry, under, sorry, ungenderize this shit. So I'm doing it for you, Google. He, she, it, whatever, initially meant to eat just some of it. Common foods that become snacks include potato chips, ice creams, cookies, well, ice cream, cookies, especially Oreos and Girl Scout cookies as they put in brackets because... That's their fucking go-to. That's their fucking vice. And basically any type of candy. You mean to fucking tell me I could have, again, stayed fat for some years longer, waited for the fucking moron that went online, decided to be clever and call it a snackstent because they still felt so bad about probably being able to titty-fuck themselves, most likely a guy with a ponytail lonely in the basement with a fast-fuck computer and all this gigabits and RAM speed out the fucking ass going crazy, you know, because, you know, Pornhub's needs to be fucking refreshed every so often because they need to see what the new shit is up from their favorite starlet of choice, of course. They're the ones that came up with snacks. They fucking shit it on Reddit, most possibly, or whatever was equivalent to Reddit at that time. And then snacks and just fucking got up and stuck in the cloud and the webs, in the streams, whatever. So now that's the fucking defining fucking glossary term to be like, well, I had a snacks in it. That's why I ate the Costco-sized bag of Doritos along with the three-gallon bottle of fucking, I don't even know the name. I just know it was a colored type of Mountain Dew to fucking chug down while I'm playing Modern Warfare. 
COD, whichever one version, whatever the fuck. Or God forbid, they play some Madden, the only sport they'll play virtually because, oh, I don't see the real fucking value in playing actual sports. I'm down here and minding my own business, if anything, too. Whatever the fuck. Snacks and make no fucking sense. Own up to your shit. Own up to your fucking titties. Own up to your fucking fat pussy lips that you can barely see yourself because you ate your own body weight and goddamn ring dings and uh, whatever, Twinkies and shit, whatever's available. You probably love Twinkies because they look like dicks, which you're not getting enough of because you're so fucking fat with the thousand pound twin reality shows, 600 pound life being accepted as a fucking normal show to watch and or embrace or condone like that instead of having somebody bark in your face, you're fucking fat, go fix it, or let me help you not be fat. No, we got to own up to the fatness. It's a, it's a condition, it's a disease. You don't understand. I eat because I'm depressed. I eat because the world hates me. I eat because, you know, my mom locked the door on me one time when she was in the bathroom and I needed a hug when I was like five years old. So ever since then, I ran the food and fucking hugged up on it like it was a random stranger that needed a hug from me. But it's food, so it's not creepy. And I just pull up on it And whatever else This whole justification of Snacksons is beyond fucking stupid That's one bit of privilege right there A.K.A. slash fat privilege right there And it doesn't matter the color or the gender let alone It's stupid either way Whichever fucking side of the coin you flip it and it falls on Okay, there's that Speaking of food I'm a native New Yorker Queens runs through my fucking bloodstreams If you fucking cut me right now, whichever way you do so, from whatever angle and whichever body part you fucking nick, cut, and or, well, you can't bruise and make me bleed. Maybe if you hit me hard enough and I bruise like that, it'll turn purple, blue, whatever the fuck, it'll just indicate blood swelling in that area. But whatever. Point is, you cut me, I bleed Queens. New York City to be specific. One of the boroughs, the most diverse borough on this fucking planet because... Of all the fucking nations, cultures, whatever you want to define it as, you'll find some sort of representation of it here in Queens. So thank God and God bless me for being able to be raised in such a diverse ass borough. I haven't had to leave the fucking borough itself to know and get familiar with so many fucking cultures out here. So I'm so happy with that. With that being said, and what contributed to me being fat also was being able to taste all these fucking delicious plates and foods from around the world, you name it, I probably had it up until this point, and if there's anything left out to haven't tried, it's just because I haven't tried hard enough to try it yet. Food is something beautiful. Like I've said before, in real life and in past episodes probably, the two things in life I never discriminate against is fucking food or women. I'll try them both at least one time to fucking know on my taste palate and by the bulge of my parents if I really liked it or not. And most oftentimes, I like it. I end up liking it. There's no way I can discriminate. But back to food. A, a common thing around these parts, at least here in Queens, that I could, I think of at least, would be the halal carts. The uh, Middle Eastern men, most likely, I haven't seen a Middle Eastern woman yet run or, I wouldn't say not own, but run or manage or actually put the food together in those halal carts as of yet. They need to modernize those shits too. It's only men doing it. Middle Eastern, so the level of English they have as far as taking your order or knowing what the fuck you want outside of fucking lamb over rice, white or fried, throw a pita on that bitch, not so much salad, white sauce, hot sauce, barbecue sauce, whatever the fuck else they got to do. Where's my pen? Ah, here we go. Outside of those realms, you shouldn't really expect them to know anything else. If you're a native like I am, and you can relate to me out there, you know this. You're aware of this. And most importantly, you don't judge them because of this. You take it as it is. They know enough to get your order right. Hopefully not fuck it up and leave the rat tail or fucking uh, pigeon dick out of your fucking chicken over rice, whatever you get. I go lamb over rice. White sauce, hot sauce. Not so much on the fucking rice. Whatever you got to do with it, too. Excuse me for saying fried rice earlier. That's, you know, Chinese food. I meant to say either white rice or brown rice or what they use, uh, palaf, I think. I, I usually go with that. Um, 
But there have been some guys that offered either white or brown, apparently, too. So I was kind of confused when I got to them. But more specifically, back to the point. With the hall carts. How the fuck do you have the nerve, as I encountered one day, of all things? This one fucking gentrified asshole who comes into my neighborhood. Right now, I'm in Rigo Park, New York. Queens within Queens itself, the confines of it. Rigo Park, to be specific. This asshole. Rigo Park. He's not Russian. He's not Russian Jewish. He's not some sort of fucking Indian. He's not some sort of Spanish. Or a few blocks removed from fucking Queens Mall, or Queens Center Mall, whatever you want to call it. A little bit of everything there, you can see diversity-wise too, because Left Rack's not too far, Left Rack Projects. Uh, Corona ain't too far either. But where I go to see this fucking one cart, I always go to specifically because he gives the most rice, the most meat... And he's fair with the price too. Still $6. And I guess because he likes me enough. Or I call him brother. He embraces me as such too as well. Diversity, duh. He throws in a fucking Peter when I ask him for it when, at no extra charge. This fucking guy comes out of nowhere. And I can tell by the mask. I can tell by this fucking stupid glasses. Everything he's got on the whole ensemble. He's none, none of the fucking stereotypes I just defined right now. None of the races. Nothing I, I describe right now. He's a white guy, basically. Coming into my neck of the woods. He's got the nerve to ask this guy. You can tell by his fucking face with the mask on. The guy serving the food in the halal cart. There from the morning, 10 a.m. to fucking mostly at night, midnight, if anything, too. To make a sale amongst these times, the pandemic, when people are cautious of being outside to begin with. Has the nerve to tell him, oh, can I get a lamb over rice? Oh, but, but, but wait, sir, before you do it, please, my friend, I need you to understand. Oh, can you put the white sauce... At the bottom as a base, can you layer some rice over it, but not too much, because I need you to put some red sauce in there too, but just a little bit, because I'm going to share with my wife, and she can't really handle the heat, so don't put too much again, please, then put some meat, then you put some rice on top, of vegetables to the side, because I just want to be able to, I don't want to have them mixed, if I don't need them to have them mixed, I'll do it if I choose to and such. You know, uh, the, the meat, can it be really well done half and then the other half kind of like however you leave it? But again, just separate so I know which one's which and could you label it and this, oh, what the fuck? I mean, at this point, I shouldn't have cared because I got my order in. He came in right after me. It shouldn't be my business. It shouldn't be my concern. But I look at the fucking guy that served me the food that I always go to. I'm always courteous enough to be like straight up. Lamb over rice. White sauce, hot sauce, do your thing. I, I bless you. Allah blesses you. I trust it within his hands and his faith, you'll be able to guide the meat properly alongst my fucking rice and shit. I leave him alone. Do his thing. He's got to make his fucking ends and shit too. This asshole comes in making this overcomplicated order. The guy didn't get one fucking bit of detail what he said outside of lamb over rice and just started doing his thing and at least started at least was kind enough to like grab the white sauce and be like in his mind at least he couldn't verbalize he's like what do you want me to do with this again and then the guy has to go through the whole fucking step dance ballet routine white sauce first some rice a little bit of heat with the fucking hot sauce rice some more beef and even the guy forgot his fucking order because the guy was just like baffled looking at him like lamb over rice that's as much as he fucking learned with english but He's not to blame for that shit, too. I don't know what happened with that shit. In between of him trying to fucking understand the order again, he gave me my shit. I paid, and I left before I had to say anything to that guy. And I know he was going to fucking ask me, oh, do you think you could tell him? Nope. I just fucking paid my shit. I turned around, walked my ass right out of there. It was cold anyway, too. Just kind of like tonight is if you can hear the wind seeping in through the fucking windows. That's entitlement, too, right there thinking this man comes here, makes his ends, clocks in in a cart that he comes home smelling like all the kinds of fucking meats and foods he'd be cooking to have the nerve to come in here, to come to him and demand. Okay, maybe not so, so much demand, but it's still being an asshole making this overly complicated order, which if you really want it like that, tell him, give me a separate fucking carton Serve me how you would. I'll throw everything else. Or if you want, sauce on the sides. Whatever the fuck. Something else along those lines. 
Speaking of food and keeping it in the food realm because I guess we're being fat asses tonight, at least in that sense. Someone who's not a fat ass, never been fat for as long as I've known them, they've been known as far as celebrities concerned and all that shit too, is motherfucking ludicrous. Listen, I've always had some sort of respect for him because I'm guilty of being uh, loyal to the horoscopes like that and I guess playing up to it a little bit. My thing has always been to kind of follow your gut as far as your horoscope signs dictates. And because he's a Virgo, I respect him. Probably give him the benefit of the doubt, too. Speaking of Ludacris, the rapper. Well, Ludacris, the rapper slash actor slash mogul. Because at the end of the day, they all want to be respected as businessmen and moguls and shit. Whatever, that's fine and dandy. But of all things, as you've come to know, and I don't have to tell you or beat you about the head with... There's so many fucking different streaming services with this fucking show. You remember from way back when this movie that might interest you at least in the slightest bit enough, but this is on one service, that's on another. This one's a free trial for a month. This one's $5.99 up front before you watch anything, etc., etc. I lost count how many. I got the basic ones. I'm good with Hulu as my main one with live TV on the PS4. And I'm fucking set with that shit. Yes, I have Disney Plus because I watched The Mandalorian, uh, WandaVision, a lot of the fucking Marvel movies, and just in general Disney. It's like a fucking never fail kind of thing, too. Excuse me. Uh, I just canceled Netflix, actually, because there's so much shit I never got around to watching, and I probably never was, that I just said, you know what, there's just one more fucking thing I'm subscribed to that I'm, I'm really not watching like that. The last thing I watched on that was The Queen's Gambit, which is really good. And I rewatched it again. But then after that, I was like, I wasn't really provoked or incentivized enough to watch anything more on that. Okay, that's into here nor there. There's another brand new one that's not so brand new as we speak now. But as far as it being something that matters or we really needed a separate streaming service for or let alone. We're going to try to fucking make it a key point of our day to be like, you know what? I fucking forgot to watch this one show on the Discovery Channel that I can't continue my day without until I see it while I drop everything else in this place. No one's ever saying that about the History Channel, Nat Geo, uh, whatever, Animal Planet, all channels I've watched when there's absolutely nothing else on, though. So I don't know who got the bright idea of saying, oh, this whole fucking thing needs its own streaming service besides... uh, what, what's that show that everybody's watching now? Like 90, not 98 Fiance. Um, there's another one I can't fucking remember the name of, but there's something else somebody, someone else is obsessed with that I've kept overhearing from too many people. So it's like, I don't even know to buy into it no more. There's so many shows out there now anyway too, to begin with, let alone movies and whatever. But back to this shit. I forget the name of the streaming service, but whichever the one it is that has Nat Geo, Discovery, Animal Planet, et cetera, et cetera, all those channels... The the History Channel all thrown into one. Of all things to try to fucking get me to watch this shit, and that I've seen fucking heavily promoted when I watch The Food Network, because Saturday nights, pandemic, we're not going anywhere anyway, or at least I don't need to go out like that during the pandemic. Saturday nights, I'm watching that six, seven-hour block of diners, drive-ins, and dives with fucking Guy Fieri. Shout-outs to him. Much love to him. The, the fucking thing they promote and can't help but promote. A little fucking tag right there in the corner of the fucking screen. In between fucking breaks and commercials. Everywhere possible is the show called Luda Can't Cook. Luda Chris Cannot Cook. If we're going to speak in proper terminology. I don't know why the fuck of all things you could come up with. Just like... Cardi B does whatever the fuck on Facebook besides be fucking beat up in the face like a bomb hit it, whatever. She's really, I'm sorry, body-wise, sex appeal-wise, all that shit, absolutely, Cardi's fuckable. If it was just straight-up Cardi with the face right here, count me out, bro. Absolutely not. So when she said, my face bomb on that Up and Stuck song, I was like, not you, Cardi. No fucking way. Don't you dare fucking give all these hoes more incentive to call themselves and deem themselves pretty just because you ran with that shit. 
and try to get it up and stuck like that. But that's besides the point. Song is a hit. Besides that, too, Cardi's making more millions. Do I really need to counter pockets like that? No, I don't. But that's the point right there. But also, besides Cardi B having a Facebook thing about every episode, she does something new and different. Cardi couldn't do this before, so now we're going to showcase that she can, or she tried to at least and fail. But fucking, it's Facebook Live. Everybody's watching that. Uh-huh, yeah, wink, wink, pal. We, yeah, we're watching that, Zuckerberg. Motherfucking Luda can't cook is the incentive the fucking driving force is going to bring you to fucking subscribe to one other streaming service. Uh, to, to just fucking watch Animal Planet randomly. Fucking Food Network whenever you absolutely have the dying urge to be stuck in traffic. Let's say you're in L.A. with that fucking bumper the bumper traffic. Oh, I'm fucking bored. You know, what am I going to do here with hour plus in traffic? Oh, you know what? I have to watch the Food Network right now. Fucking, uh, what was her name? The the hot fucking Italian lady that used to be on like early Sundays, brunch time and shit. Uh, Gianna, Giuliana, one of those shits. She had great tits and a fucking kind of overly sharp face, but to be Italian at least, but she was nice to look at. And then there was everybody's sweetheart, at least for the longest time before she kind of got, um, sorry, like Kelly Clarkson did. Fact, uh, Rachel Ray, oh God, she was a fucking cute little piece of ass, her. Fucking, even with no tits almost. Like, no judging there, because it was that pretty ass face and that fucking nice fat ass on her. Rachel Ray, oof, boy. Big time crush on her. But then allegedly I heard she's a cunt. As far as, like, the people that used to work her shows concerned, they used to say that about her, so who knows if that's true at all. But listen, point is with Luda can't cook. Listen, uh, Luda can't act either. So I also, in this case, cannot act like I give a fuck enough. Count them right here on all fucking fingers on my hands. I still got both of them, so you can count ten times over is what I'm trying to say. Luda can't cook also equals I don't give a fuck if he can or he can't. The man is skinny. He, needs like a ne he looks like he needs to eat anyway. So if he can't cook, that means he's just going to stay skinny. If he was out in the woods like Survivor... Or fucking, uh, what was that Tom Hanks movie? Uh, Castaway. If that was him, they redid it with him. Of course, he's gonna be the lead fucking role. He's skin and bones. Who the fuck's gonna take him serious as far as eating? Or being able to fucking hold down a meal with that skin and bone frames of him? Hey, who cares? Besides the point there, too, as well. Luda can't cook. Luda can't act. As far as rap's concerned, I'm sorry, but Luda can't really rap like that either. Because he was fucking way overpraised. Like... Too much. Let's not even discuss that shit because I'm going to be here stuck for days talking about how Luda wasn't that great a rapper. We fucking built him up way too much. So he got a big ego. Great voice. I, I can relate in that sense. But also the acting realm. He's one of those which I hate about actors when they fucking kind of pigeonhole themselves into that fucking bracket of it's ludicrous as a cop. It's ludicrous as a fucking lawyer, for example, of course speaking. It's ludicrous as, oh my God, a rapper. Or fucking in the Fast and Furious series, what? He's like a ludicrous as a fucking computer hacker. Come on. I hate that shit, that fucking laziness about acting that a lot of people got when they're not originally actors, I get it. But then he kind of, again, just like The Rock. The Rock as an oversized fucking fireman. The Rock as an oversized fucking tooth fairy. The Rock as whatever the fuck else which is ill-fit, ill-casted for a man his size and his fucking bulking frame. But, and I don't see the fucking charm in The Rock. Listen, I'm a fucking original fan of The Rock as a wrestler. Before he made the jump to Hollywood, and I mean, yes, before the Scorpion King, which added nothing to his repertoire. But I guess because he works hard, is that charming? And I guess appealing enough to, I'm assuming women, the opposite gender of whatever The Rock is, he made it, and God bless him. I I'm fucking happy he did. It goes to show that a wrestler of all people was able to make it in Hollywood. Hulk Hogan tried. He fucking failed miserably, which I still scratch my head about because Hulkamania was like this whole fucking huge thing back when it took over the world and made wrestling what it is right now, at least brought to that platform or make it scalable as it was back when. And yes, The Rock and Austin, WCW when it was hot and all that shit, you know, added fuel to the fire per se but the rock really is the epitome of wrestler turned fucking not just a star or not just kind of known in hollywood but superstar a list 
I think he's still the highest paid male actor as we speak right now. So uh, that says a lot. Dwayne The Rock Johnson is a fucking household name at this point. And as mad as shouts to I Am Mix, uh, I Am Mix on YouTube, I Am Mix on Twitter, and I am all I do is mix on IG otherwise, a uh, former guest on the show, and I'll definitely try to have him back on soon. As much as it pisses him off that allegedly The Rock will run for president in 2032, listen, he wins because the people want it. He's always been about the people. He's a fucking nice guy. And what I keep asking this fucking idiot, I am Mix, is, well, if The Rock is announcing now in 2021 that he may run in 2032 for president based off his fucking show right now on NBC, Young Rock, which isn't that bad, honestly. I tell you the truth regardless, but it isn't that bad. It's been okay so far. It's been pretty charming, at least. He's in on the fucking joke. He's going to run in 2032 for president. He's already 40-ish, 45 probably. 12 years from now, he'll be what? At least almost 60. He'll practically be fucking Joe Biden at that age when he decides to run because he's in on the joke mix. So stop being a fucking idiot. Pull your own head out of your ass and put two and two together. And let's say he really does fucking run. How's that going to make him any different than fucking Trump who actually won and, sorry, who actually won and became president for uh, four years. And there's that whole shit about him being impeached. They tried to do it. Three and a half years in, that's when they finally got the balls and the nerve to try to get him out of the fucking White House. That's a whole other story another day, and it's really ain't the show for that either. But I'm asking simply to mix, and anybody else who wants to be pissed off at The Rock wants to run for president in 2032, which I am going to fucking blow your mind by clearing this up for you but it's most likely a joke that he's in on because when Kanye ran for president and for a while now people were joking that they were right in the ballot Dwayne The Rock Johnson as a candidate for president he said before he'd never run he wouldn't consider it and if it's for the show it's why not why the fuck not promote your show on NBC right now based on your own life as a gag, as a joke, as being wink, wink in on the joke, to get some fucking ratings, to get a fucking audience built. Why not? And this stupid idiot's biting the bait and fucking running home to cry and, and bitch about it. Oh my God, the rock, ah, he can't run, he's underqualified. We'll define Trump in that case. Again, neither here nor there, and no politics on this show. So yeah, getting back to that, Luda can't fucking act. Uh, I wanted to touch on this too as well. And I'm a bit confused. Because as far as Eaton's concerned, let's keep it in that realm. Eaton. Do I like apples? Yes, I do. But more specifically, you ask me what kind of apple, or you're trying to offer me an apple to fucking have, I would hope, pray to God, that you're giving me a green apple. Those are my favorite kind of apples because I'm sour, as you can tell by most of the episodes, if not every episode. It kind of suits my character well to kind of munch and bite and be fed off properly courtesy of a green apple. I like the sourness, the bitterness of it too, a nice and fresh ripe one just biting into it and it's green. It's, it's fuck, I don't know, it looks cool or something like that. It reminds me of Kool-Aid growing up and shit like that. Even though I didn't have Kool-Aid in the household. That's one thing my mother always said no way to because, or we're Spanish, so no way Jose, even though I'm Jorge, but still. Always said no to because I don't know, she just thought it always lead to, like, kidney failure or, like, liver issues, whatever the fuck, too. It was like, Mom, I think drinking would lead to, would lead to liver issues, but okay, whatever. Spanish mother concept over-exaggerates and dramatizes things for no reason, especially food, because if you're not fat, that means you're not well-fed. But point being in that case, apples. I just realized this after watching it carefully. It's been out since the Super Bowl, or probably even before that, I think. I, I can't really recall. It wasn't until I seen it again And really paid attention I'm not a Drake fan And no disrespect to Drake Or any of his fans I'm not here to trash him And I'm not here to say either that I hate him Or he's a snitch, he's a traitor Ghostwriter, all that shit too I don't really care honestly Because I'm not a fan So I, I like some of his shit At least the hits, I can name you that shit But for the most part I don't really care for Drake It doesn't really do it for me 
and pause. I don't think he, he needs to do anything for me specifically. Because if I put that out in the universe, he's going to be all emo and sad about it and fucking throw me in a verse just to make me feel better, which really I'll be like, I didn't want this shit. You don't need to fucking focus on me, boy. But whatever. Speaking of Drake and his mouth work, pause. Boy, oh boy, in that State Farm commercial, which I'm, I'm glad they got the black guy, which is a new Jake from State Farm, which kind of threw me off a bit when they took away the original white Jake and put the new black uh, Jake from State Farm now. It was kind of abrupt out of nowhere. But I was happy with it because at least he's cool. I like him. The commercials are funny. They're charming. Nothing's there quite at the level of genius in terms of fucking car insurance commercials like fucking Geico is. They're running a game still. The Geico's still charming. I love to fucking write and help out whichever way I can with the Geico commercial writing development team because they're fucking spot on every time. Hey, you know, a couple of fucking hit and miss, but for the most part, they're like 90% hitting and getting it up and stuck as far as fucking remembering commercials and laughing at those commercials, which is the point too. But back to State Farm, I'm proud of the new Jake. Shout out to him, Black Jake from State Farm, which you're too scared to fucking say that because that's what he is, but he's cool, so it doesn't matter. There's that commercial that they debuted, I think, around Super Bowl time, maybe before that, where Drake's involved as a stand-in for in the commercial world they're fucking building up in that commercial itself. So, irony, of course, or breaking the fourth wall. Drake's a stand-in for Black Jake from State Farm, but he's doing the promo for the Loverboy shit. I, I, again, I'm not a Drake fan, so I don't know. He just dropped that three-track EP, which I don't know if that's Loverboy or just something else. Not uh, excuse me, oh, not title level boy, gives me indigestion. Pause that Drake boy, but he's got the fucking heart shaped uh, thing shaved into his fucking skull, and he's got a very tight fitting shirt. So that means all the workout picks or whatever Drake's been doing himself, he hasn't really been doing it to work out properly. He's just been doing it to get some fucking mass on him and try to look swole. And like a real man should, at least, or try to fit properly in the shirt. Which, okay, he's done his thing, whatever. He's been working out, obviously, but it, it doesn't really look impressive as it would. Black Jake from State Farm, pause, is looking real good and fitting so well in this fucking very tightly knit sweater. So I'm sure Drake was kind of... I don't think Drake gets jealous. I think he wants to kind of embrace that dude as well without being gay and... Probably just gave him like an off-handed compliment like, oh man, you look so good in that sweater. I wish I looked like you kind of, bro. You're really doing it. It's hitting. It's up and stuck or whatever. Then the guy has to be like, pause, Drake. What are you talking about up and stuck? Like, no, you're wearing a turtleneck, so it's up and stuck in your neck, man. I like it, bro. I dig it. Whatever. You know how Drake gets overly excited over fucking men and shit. You've seen the fucking pictures of him hugged up on fucking LeBron and all the NBA players too. But point being in the commercial... Has no one else noticed up until now, I'm surprised if they haven't, that not only is Drake munching on an apple very passionately, like not just fucking like how you would normally, let's just pretend I had an apple, it'd be like, you know, chew, munch, ga ga ga, whatever you gotta do with an apple, a, lot, a little bit of mouth work, not too heavily involved, unless the apple's really crisp and you gotta like, <sighs> you get all the munch, 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 munch going on because of fucking apples. This guy's overly passionately fucking biting to the apple like the apple was like brand new fucking video vixen pussy that he's been fucking linked to so many in the past as well too or like eating ass if he's probably most likely into that shit which is fine if he is i, I got no judgment there some of the ass he's been with I, I wouldn't even fucking think twice most likely about eating their asses but not only is he overly passionately eating the apple but, and not so much because the pandemic is socially distanced six feet apart, whatever. But even in fucking pre-pandemic and hopefully soon enough post-pandemic times, eating the apple that passionately, that loudly, that fucking into it while you're fucking digging into the apple's core. Why the fuck would you do that so close to another man? Like practically in your face within this vicinity right here. It's like if you can see me right now on camera, if you're watching the YouTube version, again, youtube.com backslash who this is one. See my face here, right? 
My hand right now that I got balled up into the shape of an apple is where I got the apple. And then right here where my other hand is, this pen right here, that's about not, not even the full pen length. Half the pen length right here is where this other man is, his other fucking face. And I'm munching, not only in his fucking direction, or better yet said his ear, Drake the Black Jake from State Farm, but he's munching, he's chewing passionately, he's fucking working that mouth crazy overtime in this man's ear, but at the same time while he's chewing, he's trying to make direct eye contact with that man while he's chewing. J just take a good look at this video right now. If I'm fucking doing this for as long as the video's going on, and I'm fucking burning a hole into your face with my eyes, hoping that you'll return the eye contact, is that not a bit disturbing to you? Would that not fucking creep you out a little bit? Would you not want to fucking take Drake to the side when the director yells cut, hopefully at some point, and he's not getting too into the moment of being like, oh, let's, we need to capture this moment and capture the element of the feels of whatever. I'm going to pull him aside and be like, hey, asshole, don't fucking chew so goddamn close to my face, let alone in my ear like that. You're masticating so loudly like a fucking fiend would. Or, or what is it with you? This doesn't do any fucking favors for you as far as like potentially being, uh, I don't know, too effeminate for your own good or being too into guys like that or too comfortable around guys, periods. Like, no, man, I'm just Canadian. This is how we eat apples. We just like to share in a moment with our bros, man. That's all it is, I swear, dog. You know, because he likes to diffuse things with the fucking dog. D-A-W-G kind of emphasis on it, too. Thinking that's going to be cool. That's going to save him out of whatever fucking hot water he gets himself in with fucking guys. Whatever. I don't know. Drake looks like the guy, sounds like the guy, acts like the kind of guy who would think nothing of it, let alone twice, of skinny dipping with another guy. For the sake of, you know, dog, I'm just trying to make sure you exfoliate, you know. You've been real tensed up, you know. Can, can I work on your shoulders a little bit? I'm trying to get in there to help you out, man. You've been really tense. Oh, boy. Whatever. And he's got to fucking pay you off afterwards. Years later when you fucking confess randomly on, like, the breakfast club. Yeah, Drake rubbed my shoulders. He was really working them fucking thumbs of his, like, deeply into the fucking dents of my shoulder blades and whatnot. And it didn't feel that bad, but I did kind of tell him at some point, you know what, just relax a little bit. It, like, I didn't even initiate or tell him he could. He just kind of took it upon himself to do it. But, you know, he was fucking working me with those fucking hands like a baker would. Like I was a fucking mound of dough. He was just fucking beating me and slapping me around, like just fucking going all in vigorously. But I don't know. That's fucking, that's that. It just fucking bothered me a little bit how passionately he was eating that apple as close as he was to another guy and trying to make the right eye contact while fucking chewing that thing. Like fucking, I'm sure Eve, when she was eating the apple, locked eyes with the fucking snake that was the devil in disguise. And then now look at where we are right now. I'm kidding, of course. I'm kidding. We're still in women's month. So I'm, I'm fucking kidding. That was a bad dad joke, if anything. I swear to God. But yeah, what I'm not kidding about is thank you for joining me on another episode of Who This... Me starring, I'm the host right now of, oh, fuck it. As you heard it is how you spell it. A-H-H-F-U-G-G-I-T. If you need to search that up on fucking Apple, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, wherever you get the audio version of your podcast from. This podcast, of course, for your podcast of preference. Platform of preference, excuse me, I meant to say. Wherever you need to get it from in that realm, boom, you go there searching, oh, fuck it, as well as YouTube, or better yet for you, YouTube.com backslash who this is one as well. That's where you'll find the visual version of this fucking thing. And you'll find my very disturbing reenactment of Drake chewing an apple within an earshot, literally, of motherfucking Black Jake from State Farm to make him probably uncomfortable and reconsider his gig as Black Jake from State Farm. I don't know. These things happen. But one last thing. Speaking of fucking Apple Podcast, apparently now, since we're too overprivileged and we're acting like Drake out here thinking we can eat fucking fruits in fucking other men's faces and then act perfectly fucking normal like just, you know, I'm just chewing on the apple, dog. Don't mind me, man. I'm just enjoying myself trying to look at you, man. If you look back at me, I'd really appreciate it, bro. It means we're really bonding. I munch, munch, chew, chew. Whatever slobber. Pause on apple. Uh, speaking of Apple, apparently now, 
Even they've gotten in on this fucking privilege, entitlement train, whatever you want to call it. So much where you no longer are allowed to dub it and they're going to change it to or from subscribing to a podcast to now following a podcast. Which makes no sense to me because, well, I subscribe to a magazine. If you remember those things, depending on how old you are watching, listening to this, whatever... You used to be able to subscribe to a magazine. I get that. I can't follow a magazine. I don't see a magazine growing legs, running around, or most likely it's an older magazine, sprouting legs, running away from the fucking dentist, the doctor's table has been stuck on for months, running circles and trying to make it out the fucking front door as fast as it can. So I can't follow that magazine to stop it in its traces and be like, listen, There's a whole cold world out there. If you get caught in the rain because you decide to run out of the fucking office on a rainy day, you're going to get soggy, wet, and fucking stuck on the street corner because this is New York and we're just going to walk all over you and trample you. At least you'll be safe and sound here on the doctor's table for months until they eventually, years later, decide to get rid of you or throw you in the paper shredder or the bin, whatever. I can't follow a magazine. I can't follow anything of that sorts. And isn't, if we think about it, isn't the terminology following somebody or something sounding much more desperate than subscribe itself? Because subscribe is I'm constantly updated with whatever newness you drop. So that means like you would subscribe to a magazine back when, of course, you'd get a new issue in your mail because you subscribed. If you want to unsubscribe or no longer be a part of whatever they're doing, you're free to do so. And you get no more magazines, ideally. There was a whole thing in the mail two years ago, too, where fucking you unsubscribe, you still get two, three issues, and then eventually they stop. But then that's snail mail we're talking about, though. Following seems like, I don't know, sometimes it's even hard enough to get people you know to fucking click play on a podcast or a video you do, whatever. I understand that. I respect people got their fucking whole lives, you know, habits, mannerisms and shit too that you got to be mindful of and respectful of but to tell people now oh you're not subscribing you're following now it's the same fucking sinking ship it doesn't fucking matter what you do are you gonna jump off the sinking ship or are you gonna dive head first like greg luganus and hope you break the water enough to fucking hope and float and swim away or get found enough to be saved it doesn't fucking matter. It's the same fucking difference. So now I have to make a whole announcement about, oh, no, you don't subscribe anymore because that's subjecting you to being a subscriber of something bigger than you are. No, you follow them if you choose to. Am I following Biden? Did I fucking vote for him? By the way, I didn't. Am I following his fucking delirious ass into the White House? Am I following, which I wouldn't mind doing at all. Am I following Kamala Harris's fine ass to the White House? No. Did I fucking blindly follow Trump? Like a lot of people did in his heydays during his four years. Probably. Not me, I mean. But a lot of people did. Am I going to subscribe to that person? Can I do that literally to a person? Can I fucking click the link on the back of somebody's head and be like, I'm subscribed to you. Whatever new shit you do right now, I'll be fucking notified like you went on YouTube when you get the little bell notification that a new video's up. Whatever you fucking do from now on, I'm subscribed to you. I know what the fuck you're doing at all times. You can't do that. So then... Is it short of fucking following somebody, stalking somebody? Why not fucking label? Oh, yeah, you can stalk this thing from now on. Anything they fucking do, any movement they make, whatever, you're a stalker, uh, quote unquote now, of this fucking product, show, whatever the fuck else. It doesn't fucking matter. Just let me subscribe. Let me follow. If you if you fucking started with subscribe, keep it at subscribe. If it, you would have started with follow, keep it at follow. Why fucking change it and let alone why make a whole announcement about, oh, no longer subscribe based. You follow something instead now. It doesn't matter. It's the same fucking shit. As long as you fuck with it, as long as you embrace it, as long as you love it, you're a fan of it, whatever. Own up to that shit and leave it where the fuck it is. That's all it is. But yeah, hopefully you're either subscribing and or I'm sorry, following all fuck it. And hopefully you're following, subscribing, liking, commenting, sharing, whatever the fuck I do here. I'm who this, the host again of Oh Fuck It. This is the show, the podcast, the feel, the vibes, the mood, the energy I'm fucking giving to you. 
So if you've been bitching about these things on your own, in your own free time, but just haven't had the platform to do so, or at least you didn't have me to do it for you, which I'm glad to do so. If we share the same fucking mind wave, brain waves, whatever, we're simpatico in that brain length, whatever, I did you a favor. You could thank me by again. Listening to the audio version wherever you get your fucking podcast from. Again, Apple with their fucking subscriber no longer. You're a follower now. Platform and base. Or Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, wherever you got to get me from. Everywhere you go, just search off, fuck it. As you hear it again, A-H-H-F-U-G-G-I-T. As well as YouTube, youtube.com backslash who this is one. That tag, you take it everywhere you can fucking look. Instagram, Twitter, motherfucking Twitch right now. Follow me on Twitch or subscribe to me on Twitch. I don't know what the fucking order is no more on Twitch. The point is, every Saturday, guaranteed, I'll be up live on Twitch, streaming different games. For now, I'll be doing Gran Turismo Sport. But whatever you hear here from me and whatever you see, well, you can, you can see me also, but you'll be seeing what I play. You'll be seeing how I react You'll be hearing what the fuck I got to say about what I'm playing and most likely pissing me off because I'm admittedly a bad gamer. But I love gaming still. It's been an escape for me. It's been fun for me for however long I can remember. From way back when, the old Nintendo system, the first one where my dad would fucking curse in Spanish and throw the control at the TV because Luigi, apparently back when Super Mario Brothers can hop fast enough according to him, to fucking make him pass Castle 1, which I'm five years old, so don't expect me to fucking beat the game in one sitting, but let alone this fucking 30-something-year-old man will get pissed off. Funny enough, he had a fucking mustache like Mario because just like me, he couldn't grow any other fucking facial hair, so when he fucking cut one hair off, just fucking right off on the right side, he had to take the whole shit off. It was awkward. Not like me because I look good, at least decently enough, with a five o'clock shadow except for this shit right here. Well, I'm not going to show you that yet. I can't. I can't. It's too cold. I had to keep the hat on. I was going to do it this time, I swear, but maybe episode seven. If it warms up and it's a nice enough day that day, I'll show you what's working under here. I, I promise to tell you one day and show you better yet said, but not just yet. I'm kind of scared and it's fucking cold. I'm going to freeze my fucking ears off, if anything. If you like that at all, you remember, listen, Mario Brothers wasn't exactly easy for a five-year-old to beat, but if you're 30-something, almost 40, and you still can't beat it, that says a lot about you, dad, or bro, whatever you want to identify as, because let me not assume or assign a gender to you specifically. But more importantly, again, follow me, subscribe, like, comment, whatever you got to do, share this shit, please. Let's get out there, let's share the good word, the good vibes, all that shit. The energy right now of our fuck it, who this Thanks for watching. Thanks for tuning in. I appreciate you visually, audioly. However you got to fucking share or enjoy this shit, I appreciate you regardless. I'll catch you next time. And don't forget, don't act so fucking privileged. All right? Acknowledge the fact you're human like I am and I am like you and just take it. Take over your fucking path. Take over your fucking energy. Determine where you want to fucking go, but don't be an asshole at the same time. Let's be assets, not assholes, because we got enough of them, bad enough. Yo, it's over. Alright, it's over. It's over. Move the mic. Move the mic. Thank you. Alright.